ITN News Podcast with your host, James Coppins. Aye aye, welcome to the 48 News Podcast. This is James Copper. Thank you for sticking around. Those of you that still have this on your newsfeed, thank you so much for bearing with me. January and February's news obviously got missed out, but March news is being written up as we speak working on the script, and as soon as that's out, I will be recording and putting the show out there as normal. Things have changed in life. It allows you to take a holistic viewpoint, look at everything, reaffirm everything, make new plans, start again, do positive things, and I've got positive things going on right now and extremely positive things on the horizon. You guys are amazing. you stuck with me. My listeners are incredible. And, uh, yeah, it's for you all that we're still here and still going. It's kept me going. I'm a little bit behind with my correspondence. I will be doing that in the morning. So if you have any emails or anything that you want to put in to be featured in the show, uh, do get in touch. I'll be reading them tomorrow. For those of you that have messaged me, I don't think I've been on it for a couple of weeks. I've been away at the weekend. And uh, I've also reduced my medication, um, my my, uh, painkillers, by half. So that's uh, been quite significant. But it's also made me very tired on a night. So when I normally stayed up till three in the morning, um, I'm I'm just kind of dropping asleep at nine. So it hasn't allowed me as much time, but long term, it's going to be for the best and probably give me even more energy. So yeah, onwards, upwards, moving forward. It's 2021 and uh, things have been difficult for a lot of people, but we're keeping on going. And if my message can be that for other people that are struggling, then that's a really positive thing. I've had my COVID vaccine as well, which almost killed me. Um, I was really ill for two days, but I haven't, my mind hasn't started being controlled and I'm not buying any more Microsoft products. I'm still recording on a Mac. And uh, so unfortunately, I haven't got a dose of 5G or anything like that. But yeah, it did make me feel very poorly. Also, my kids were ill and I caught their illness on the same day I got the vaccine. So the two together didn't really, uh, didn't really mix too well, but um, I'm still here, I'm still alive. Yeah, I've got a really special interview for you here. Now, this is a story I didn't know about, um, and I got told it as as the reason why uh, my daughter Lily was uh, scared to go upstairs on the top floor. So instead of uh, asking her all about it, I decided just to briefly kind of skim over it and then do a proper interview so you could hear it as well. Lily's not the sort of kid, um, Lily's autistic and ADHD, and uh, she's not the sort of kid to just tell stories. She doesn't make things up, let's put it that way. So I thought it'd be really interesting to um, record this and let you hear a story. I-, I found it fascinating just interviewing her. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what you think. Got loads more stories. Things have been going on in this house, which I will feature on the main show. And um, just to see what you think uh, to Lily's story. And I'll, I'll include the rest. So yeah, please do get in touch. 410newspodcast at gmail.com. Um, also via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the usual things. Um, look forward to hearing from you and look forward to putting the show out as soon as possible. Much love to every single one of you. As always, uh, peace and I hope you're all safe and well. I really do. And without further ado, please welcome to the show, Lily Mae Melville. So, good evening. Would you like to introduce yourself to the audience and tell everyone all around the world who you are? Lily. And how old are you, Lily? I'm ten. Okay. Now... You don't like going upstairs in this house, do you? No, I don't. And you told me a story that happened years ago that I didn't know about until recently, which explained to me why you didn't like 
going upstairs, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Okay. So I want you to tell everyone what happened. So we're going back to how old were you in this? How old are you now? Well, I'm 10, so I think I was about three or four when this happened. Okay. And so you were asleep on the bedroom floor in my room, weren't you? Yeah. Okay. So you had your own little pull-out bed because you had anxiety and things, didn't you? Yeah. So you like to sleep next to mummy and daddy? Yeah. And it was one morning, and was the door open or closed to the bedroom? I think it was closed. Okay, and how early was it? Was it daylight or was it darkness? It was dark. It was dark, okay. And how long had you been awake when this happened? Well, I don't know. I kind of felt like this shiver go up my back, which woke me up. And then I kind of just, I couldn't, like, I could, like, move about and stuff, but, like, my eyes were locked on this figure that I saw just walk past me and it looked it looked like a dwarf but a bit smaller and looked more like a child um he was wearing dungarees and like a shirt and like a bow tie um but had nothing on his head but his head like face was kind of deformed as well um and he just walked past my bed all the way to um your side of the bed Okay, so let, hang on. And just looked up at you. Okay, so let, let's just quickly go back. So when you say he appeared, did he just appear in the room or did he walk through the door? How how did that occur? Because I don't know the story. I only know, like, the real basics. Well, when I felt the shiver, I looked to the door because, like, it felt like there was wind coming from there and I did see someone just emerge from the door. So walked through the door? Yeah. Okay. Now... When you say he was small, was it a child or was it an adult, a small adult, or was it something that was not of this world? So locally there's what's called boggles, isn't there? That's yeah. just little small people. Is What do you think it was? It looked like an adult's body but had a child's head on it. Right. But it was deformed. Okay. And when you say deformed, describe that to me. What do you mean by deformed? Like his face, like... Hit one of his eyes were like bigger than the other and like kind of drooping down and then um there was like this bit where like in his chin I think was um I don't think he like really it wasn't even visible to be honest like um it was just kind of round um and his head kind of like dented like his forehead kind of dented and then um yeah he just and his lips as well kind of drooped down. Right. So, like, is it? did it droop down on one side of the face or both? Both. Okay. So if it was a stroke, it'd be on one side, you see. But both means it's just a strange creature-type thing. So, and when you said the, his clothes sound almost something you might see a clown in the circus wear, or um, that's how I'm taking it, is that correct, or would you describe it as formal? Well, and just not of this time. He was black and white. It was almost as like you were watching him on, him on a TV. Like, he was completely black and white. Right. Okay. And so he walked in and you felt it. Mm-hmm. And did he look at you? He looked, he looked straight ahead and he turned very 
like he didn't like when people walk they don't turn like a sharp turn they kind of like drift mm. um but he was kind of straight on like he walked straight he was looking straight and when a corner turned his full body turned and walked the other way he walked in a straight line there was no stumbles or anything so i was just watching him looking up at him um and he just walked past me to you okay and when he came to me what did he do he just stood there and looked at you because I could see the top of its head. Like, he just stood there and looked at you. I don't know if he, like, communicated with you in your dream or anything because you haven't told me about anything like that. But I don't know what it was trying to do. Did you... Did you what, what, did, what was I doing at the time? You was you were turned round. Like, so you were basically... Your face was next to it. Mm. Um, but I didn't hear you talk or anything. Like, I was just watching it, and when it disappeared, like, because it completely vanished, no walking back past me, completely vanished. Um, And before I knew it, it was morning, daylight. Mm. Like, it just turned like that to daylight. Right. And was it, so I was asleep? Yeah. Okay. And do you think it was wanting to talk to me, but obviously I was asleep? Or do you think it did in in my sleep? What are your views? Well, I I can't... I don't know, because um, you haven't told me anything about it. Um, Have you seen anything like it? Like... No, I I did see a little person many years ago um, when there was an activity called jotting, and it was targeting your mum. Yeah. So it was when your mum lived here, and um, your mum was getting really wound up because she would put something down on the sofa, and say she was clipping her nails and then the nail clippers would vanish and she'd get angry and as your mum does and uh, go upstairs thinking she must have left them there and was mistakenly put them down and then she'd come back down and they would be exactly in the spot she'd left them and this was going on quite a lot that week with stuff and the more it happened the more angry your mum got and um, a little little man must have been three foot tall lifted his head up behind the sofa looked at me, this was after your mum had screamed and kicked off and um, ran back upstairs to try and find whatever she was doing and I was just laughing at your mum being angry as I always do and um, it just kind of lifted its head up, looked at me and and vanished but it wasn't solid, it was almost like I could perceive it there but it wasn't definitely there, a bit like you said, it was almost like a hazy kind of dream person, but he was definitely there, you know, I did see it, physically see it. Yeah, the thing I saw was about three feet tall as well. Mm. Um, it was very creepy because it was almost kind of blurred as well, like his face, like mm. nothing else, but his face was blurred. Mm. Um, so I could barely see his face, but just make out that it was deformed and everything. Um but, yeah, he was about three foot tall. He walked very kind of slow. Like, he dragged his feet as well. And um, he did just look up at you, like, when it came to you. Um, but I've never seen it since mm. and everything. So... I don't think it's anything malevolent, which means negative. I think they are... In in this area, there's a very rich tradition of the Boggles. So you know Boggle Hole, don't you, nearby? Which yeah. is For for the listeners, there's um, about 
20 minutes up the coast there's a little cave um, and, and it's the area is called Boggle Hole and legend has it that a Boggle which is a little person used to live there women used to bring it presents for if the children were sick and ask them ask the Boggle to cure the children men were too scared to go on the beach so they never went near the area um, but in this area there is a rich kind of tradition of hundreds of years of, of talking about these little people and uh, my friend Gabby who doesn't really believe in this type of thing but was at her friend's in Pickering which again is about half an hour inland from the coast and she was sat in the front room while a friend was making a cup of tea and heard a rustling looked behind the sofa and was a little man stood there again around three foot tall and she could not believe her eyes looked away looked back and it had vanished um now, in, in tradition, obviously, house elves in this country, you know, hundred before poltergeist, you know, modern modern times, people think everything is a poltergeist is a ghost. Um, in olden times, things that jotted or flew around were, were these little people, and you used to appease them by giving them milk or food, and if you didn't, if you wound them up, they would have tantrums and throw things around, but on the whole, they're good and help with housework and tidying up and healing and all sorts of positive things so these are kind of very old traditions in this country yeah i don't think that i'm not sure what it was but i don't think it was harmful because it didn't it kind of just looked at you um i obviously couldn't see the facial expressions but i kind of like i saw what it was like thing like its face was doing even though I couldn't see his like actual face like through the bed um but I could tell what it was like that it was what facial expression it was pulling um he was kind of like like kind of just gave you a blank stare mm. and just stared at you and when he walked away he kind of just his head kind of like drooped down mm. to look behind him and then he walked off right. um but i think it was about where the tv is um at the end of the bed he walked there and completely disappeared right like as if he walked through a portal or something mm. um but yeah but after he did that it was daylight right yeah who knows i mean as you know these things happen to me all the time don't they these yeah. strange strange things and, and you know that but it doesn't yeah it doesn't necessarily mean it's scary it just means there's more magic in the world that we're not connected to and i think we used to be connected to them these are these are people that we used to regularly interact with in our daily lives our ancestors would have done in this country you know not just ours in the whole of europe would interact with these little people yeah so you've seen at christmas haven't you the the little guys um you see them a lot in the craft fairs and even supermarkets now the, the little little guys with the big hats that come right down and their nose stick out and stuff. It's become a bit of a Christmas tradition, but they, they were the house elves of the olden times that are still, you know, in Sweden, Norway, and the Scandinavian countries, they still kind of have as part of their tradition. But we've kind of forgotten it, and I think mo- the modern shows just, just show ghosts and everything, but there's a lot more to it, and I think we're disconnected from some of that folk, folk yeah. magic and everything. So it's interesting that you've seen that, and, um, you know, it's... Uh, there's been lots of strange things in this house, as you know, and continues to be. So um, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be interesting to research more into that and see what else occurs, won't it? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't scared at the time. I was kind of 
I was confused but fascinated because, like, I've ever since that I've been, I I've been very fascinated by paranormal activity and like elves and like gobbles and everything, um, but like it scared me after the incident happened, mm. in case you know, because I was three or four at the time, I didn't know if it was dangerous or not. Um, so I was kind of scared to go upstairs because that's where I saw it, so that's where I figured it was always be. Um, but as I got older, I I just realised that it wasn't harmful mm. um, and didn't mean to harm us. Um, it was just kind of there. Maybe I should leave it a saucer of milk tonight. Yeah. <laughs> See if he turns up. Yeah. And have a chat with him. Maybe that's why things happen to me, because they're, they're coming to me in my sleep and subconsciously giving me directions. Yeah. Who knows? Pains in the backside, though, aren't they? Yeah. I definitely believe that was real. Mm. Like, I remember it very clearly as if it happened last night. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it, was, it was really scary, but also really cool at the same time. Yeah, it's, um, it's nice just to... Like I said, it's that our world is a lot bigger and there's more in the world than, than we know and, and the acceptance of that doesn't necessarily have to be scary, does it? It sometimes has to be just an acceptance and an understanding of these ancient things that we are part of, aren't we? And I think as long as we interact with them positively and with respect in terms of you know not allowing ourselves to be consumed altogether by it, by allowing ourselves to interact with them without them taking us over or anything, then, you know, we can share those worlds and find it an interesting place, a more interesting place to be, isn't it? I mean, isn't isn't the world of Harry Potter more fun than, you know, the ordinary world where we can have magic and interact with these things? Mm. So, well, thank you, ladies. Is there anything you want to say to everyone before I go? Um, don't... A lot on the internet have all this these things about how they they're really harmful and they'll come get you in their sleep but they were um if they do come they obviously just want to um interact with something um or just want to come by so don't be scared and make them a cup of tea yeah yeah cool lady right thank you good night good night